There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. God's a spirit being. I think I need to deal with that a little bit right there. You see, man's he's spirit, soul, and body. God's a triune God. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. God is a spirit. In that same chapter, talk about worshiping in the spirit, John 4. He said to that Samaritan woman, you worship, you know not what. A lot of people that worship today, they don't know what. They're adoring all kinds, video games, TV programs, ball players. They're adoring somebody. They're, they're, they're fans. At our way, they're Tennessee Vol fans. And I preached a while back. I said, everybody, somebody's fanatic. The word fan comes from fanatic. So there's ball fanatics, then there's Jesus Christ fanatics. A fanatic means zealous beyond compromise. That means we're not going to turn around and start the other way. We're just going to keep on being fanatics for Jesus. And if we worship him, we've got to have the truth. You've got to worship in spirit. Worship in spirit and in truth. You connect with God. Worship is not necessarily making a loud noise. You know, you'd be surprised the Baptist churches think worship is everybody shouting. Well, that might be involved. I wouldn't rule that out. But that's not necessarily worship. That could be emotionalism. So when you really worship, you get connected with the Lord in the spirit. The Spirit gets connected with God and you adore Him. Worship is adoration. Not just going to church. You can go to church and not worship. There's no such statement in the Bible as go to church. I'm not, don't misunderstand me. The reason the Lord left those statements out is He knew we'd make idols out of a church house. See, there's no such statement in the Bible as a church house. I'm not against a church house. I'm not against padded pews. I think you ought to have a soft place to sit if you go to nap. <laughs> I'm not against a good church house. Don't misunderstand me in the carpet. But there's a reason the Holy Ghost didn't put that in there. He knew that the majority of people would think that there's worshiping the Lord if they went out to a church house and stayed an hour or two. They think they've been to a worship service. Well, you haven't been to a worship service if you didn't worship. Did you know what? Worship will change the way you do tomorrow if you worship tonight. If you worship tonight, your spirit gets involved with God. You get tuned in heaven. It'll change attitude. It'll change actions. It'll change the way you treat other people. It'll change the way you feel toward God. You'll just feel better toward God after you really worship. It's more than going to church. Our society's drunk on religion. And don't misunderstand me, I think you ought to be 
faithful to a local church. Now, I'm not against the church house. Don't go tell somebody, but I'm trying to make a point here. Worship is spiritual worship. You worship in spirit and in truth. For God is a spirit, and he seeketh such to worship him. That's what God's looking for, true worshipers. He's not looking for preachers and singers and church members. He's looking for worshipers, and that way if we'll be a worshiper, he can do it through us. See, until we become worshipers, God can't do it through us. One fellow came to me years ago, and he said, uh, I want to be used of God. I want God to use me. I said, well, you're this fellow God's looking for, but he can't use you like you are. He said, what do you mean? I said, I mean, the air's got to be let out of your balloon. You've got to understand that he don't need you. You need him. He run this thing a long time before we got here. He's not about to push the panic button because we're in a mess in America now. He knows right where we're at. He just sent us to Pharaoh and that's it. And we probably deserve worse than what we're getting. Don't you think we do? I don't, I'm through preaching, but I don't understand how God's so long-suffering and good and merciful that he looks on the world like it is now and don't wipe the whole thing off. You think about how bad it is, how wicked... When, when people, they, did you hear that on the news? They found that woman out in another state and she'll kill, kill five of her, I think it was five of her own babies. They found her decomposed in the, in the garage or something. You, you can't believe people when they promote this same-sex marriage. That's worse than dogs and cats do. And they're teaching this evolution. I said, that can't be so. We do worse than monkeys. We didn't come up, we went down. We're in big trouble with God. I'm telling you, we're in big trouble with God. We, better, we as Christians better try to be true worshipers. If we can get to where we can worship, the meeting's on. The meeting's on if we get to where we can worship. Adore Him. Get along with God. Try to worship Him. Love Him. Cultivate your love. Provoke one another to love and good works. Have you been pardoned? Are you a happy person? You ought to be happy in the Lord. May God bless you. Let's bow our heads for a closing prayer. There come with a song, please. Hey, you've been pardoned, you know, and you're happy because you've been pardoned. Lift up your hand real high and let me see it. Lift up your hand real high and let me see if you've been pardoned. God bless you. I appreciate that. If you hadn't been pardoned, you ought to come tonight. You ought to seek the Lord. Well, he may be found, call upon him while he's near. Wicked ought to forsake his way. Ungodly men his thoughts, return to the Lord. He'll have mercy upon him and abundantly pardon. God's ready to pardon. He's ready to forgive us saints that sin and come short of his glory. May God help us all. May God help us all to have judgment day honesty in this invitation. Lord, honor the word tonight, we pray. Oh, Lord, deal with hearts. You know the need. I pray your will be done. I know if your will's done, saints will be stirred and filled with the Spirit of God. Sinners to be saved. Help us, Lord, not to be not to be rejectors of the Spirit of God, the Word of God. Help us to be receivers of it. We pray in Jesus' blessed name. But thanksgiving. Amen. Let's stand, please. If you need to come on the first verse, why don't you come on right now? The pastor's coming. Somebody meet you up here and pray with you. If you need to pray, you just come right on. God bless you as our prayer. There's a lost soul who's tired of his sinning 
and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing For the prodigal child has come home And the saints all with gladness are singing